welcome back to Don't Look Under the Bed. And for those of you joining us for the first time, where have you been? We're glad you're here. This week, Nikki and I are having a sales conversation. We're talking prospecting, being prepared for the no, and ghosting. Please enjoy the show. Welcome back to Don't Look Under the Bed. I'm Robin. And I'm Nikki. And today we are talking about sales. Hey, girl, how are you? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. So for those of you that may not know, Nikki and I are both uh, property sales professionals, bringing in business for the hotel. And uh, we are tasked with prospecting and closing business. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to offer a few tips today that, uh, that may help you. These have been I'll... tried and true for us. And we'll also mention, um, some of the people that we are inspired by, um, who offer great tips as well. Yes. I'll never forget one time I was, uh, in an interview for a sales position and they started talking about prospecting and what the expectations were every week. And I just sat right there and said, oh, what salesperson doesn't love prospecting? <laughs> oh boy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those necessary evils I guess, but it does not have to be the way it was when we first started back in sales, where you literally had um, your your files or a list, Excel spreadsheet, and you were just dialing mm. for dollars and just like dialing blindly. I mean, prospecting has definitely changed. And I would say... Um, you know, the, the, the hardest part, not the hardest part, but the most important part is doing the research yeah, and getting I to agree. know everything you can about the client and their business and how you are going to solve a problem for them or produce an event for them or whatever the case may be. So before, I think back in the old days, we were given this list and you were like, okay, call Shell. <laughs> and so Good you'd luck. start there like okay I'm gonna call Shell and I'm gonna reach somebody at the um you know at the desk or at the phone what is it the the receptionist area. the receptionist or the PBX operator or whoever it was and you would and the call would go like this hello can you direct me to the person that plans your meetings <laughs> and they'd be like oh well you know Okay. And so you'd be transferred from department to department and you'd never really um, gain any ground with anybody. That's the old days. But now we have so much at our disposal that um, we can use to find the right person while we're prospecting. And for me, I would use um, Zoom info. Yeah. To kind of figure out 
who's the HR person, who is the project person or, you know, whatever the roles were. So you can do a lot of research through there. You can do reverse Google searches. Um, and there's just a lot of information out there and it does not have to be as painful as it once was. Um, I also use my um, above property salespeople. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, hey, who's the person at so-and-so that I need to talk to you? Can you connect me with so-and-so or do a warm intro? Um, what about you? How do you start well, your prospecting journey? I think um, I think you hit the the nail on the head with we have so much information available to us now, even the even right there sitting on your desk in your uh, you know, whatever kind of property management system, whether it's Delphi or mm -hmm. uh, Envision or, you know, whatever they may be using, CITY, what have you, mm -hmm. whatever they're using at your property, um, that's people that have already been there. That's half the battle. They, you yeah. know, they know your product or they have some kind of familiar, you know, familiarity with what you're offering. But I also... I also feel like, you know, we have to take the stigma off of prospecting yeah. and, you know, everybody makes it like this, uh, you know, type of thing. Um, but with doing the research and proper planning, yeah, you know, of course you, you're, you may not have a hundred calls, but I'd rather have 10 solid calls or even five solid calls than a bunch of crap where yeah. I'm actually talking to the person and also doing your research about who you're talking to and then also having something to offer them mm -hmm. because you know if you do call Joe Smith and you get him on the phone okay great now what yeah you know why why are you calling me Everybody's what's your value proposition what do you bring into the table and why does Joe care and yeah, absolutely. And also being prepared for the no. Yeah. You know, because mm -hmm. it's it's not you're you know, you're gonna get more no's than you get yeses, mm -hmm. unfortunately. And uh, here's a great prospecting tip from Mary Hannah Floor with Master Connection, where she says, Did you know that 80% of prospects will say no four times before they say yes? Mm. 92% of salespeople give up after four no's. So you have wow. to remember that no just means not right now. It, you know, it doesn't mean forever. I've had people where I've called them or stopped in to see them and it was a no. And then like a year later, they're calling like, oh, I got your card. You came by here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, who is this? You know? yeah. And so then, you know, it's time for the yes. So I don't think, you, even though most people do not enjoy prospecting with proper preparation for it, it can really be a good thing. And then you, you have to constantly be looking for new business. Yeah. You it's know, I don't, there are some hotels where, yes, their business is on repeat, mm -hmm. but the, but the day that changes, you're screwed. Yeah. So you've got, you know, you've got to constantly be looking for people and, and making a plan 
um, I try to do a few calls every day or every other day. Yeah. Just to stay on top of it. True. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. You have to be prepared. And again, it's all right there. Like you said, the property management system that you use, you can also solicit other, um, the guests that are staying in your hotel. If you take a look at the arrivals list Mm -hmm. and you'll see what companies are, are there that are staying at your hotel, um, in the BT segment and just, you can ask them, Hey, who does your, who does your meetings for so-and-so? Do you have a sales meeting? Is it a new product launch? Who can I talk to? Who can you direct me to? You know, solicit them. I mean, any type of warm introduction is, is going to help you further than just blindly calling, picking up the yellow pages. Do y'all know what a yellow pages (laughs) is? It was that big book. (laughs) What's that? Even (laughs) even it was the handheld Google. (laughs) That now that's a, that's a picture in my my mind. Uh, Something that we, we've done at hotels where I've worked at as a, uh, as a group seller, like you said, I would partner up with the business travel mm-hmm. person, but we would have transient Tuesday oh. where we'd have like, um, you know, for an hour, hour and a half in the bar, they could get two drinks, beer and wine. Um, and then we'd have some kind of snack. And oh. that's a, that's a great way to collect business cards, interact, you know, get your arrivals list. You send out the invitations, um, Usually we can give them some kind of, you know, there's a raffle for some kind of points or, you yeah. know, everybody loves the points and then they can have a couple of drinks and a snack. And I like it. that's, that's a great way to meet people. Mm-hmm. And what I find what often happens is you start talking to them, you find out while they're in town mm-hmm. and then, you know, the, like the very next question is, are there more? Are there are more? There, that's are it. there more of you guys, yeah. you know? Asking clients for referrals can be very rewarding. And I, I feel like that's a step. It's it's prospecting, but that's a step that a lot of people don't think about. Yeah. Is you know, ask oh, is there anybody else that does this? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, do you do you travel do you do this in other cities? Yep. Um, and just you know, asking your asking your customer for referrals. Do they may, oh, you know what? I do know so-and-so down in accounting. They do this huge meeting once a year. Um, let me give them your name or let me give you their names. And um, as a seller, a lot of times these hotel companies have these uh, referral programs. That's right. Where you can refer a piece of business to another property uh, within your brand and you can make money from it. Yeah. So, you know, that. I'm like, I asked one question and now I'm getting a check. That's right. (laughs) So that's also Mm -hmm. something, you know, to just make it a a little, you know, something to make you think about it. More enticing, more encouraging. Mm -hmm. It's also important to know um, your comp set. So obviously, you know, your product, you're a product expert at your property but you need to know your comp set as well and who's staying with them because you want those guests to come and stay with you. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's important to know 
um, who their, who their customer is and, uh, ways to do that is to go and sit in their lobby at breakfast, <laughs> have breakfast with, <laughs> with their guests and just hang out in the lobbies, <laughs> you know, either for breakfast or for cocktail hour or, um, whatever the case may be, just to kind of see for yourself what's going on in the market. Um, you can also use, um, Nolan reports to figure out what your comp set, you know, most recently had as a group or catering or whatever the case may be. Um, and agency 360 is another, um, is another way to find out who you might be, uh, losing, uh, market share to, whether it's BT or group, I think it's demand 360 is the other one. Um, so all the information is there. So once you find that out, it's just a matter of figuring out who you know that knows the client that you want to um, that you want to reach. And again, we go back to LinkedIn. <laughs> once you <Yeah>. find out, <laughs> the clients are accessible. Everybody is accessible now via LinkedIn. So prospecting does not have to be that task, you know, where you just kind of like shrink into a corner and go, Oh, I mean, it's actually fun now because you have all That's, the information yeah. and you may not get, you know, the yes, but you know, like Nikki said before, it's just not right now. And, um, if we move forward to once you get a prospect to say yes, and you move to the proposal stage, um, of the sales process, what happens uh, when you don't follow up or you get ghosted? <laughs> you know, with, with the whole proposals, something that I, I mean, it's, I kind of have a, a love hate relationship with uh, the e-proposal system. Oh. A lot of hotels have started using that. And I mean, it's great for, you know, getting the proposal out, your standard information mm -hmm. is there, but I usually like to do some customization on my yeah. proposals. Yeah. So I'll, I'll use that as a base and then I'll add to them, you know, the things that I want to put in there or whatever. But the one thing that I absolutely love about this product is you can see how many times the client has viewed your proposal. Oh, so I, I mean, you get in there, you go on the um, activities tab, select all, so you can pull up all your proposals, mm -hmm. but it'll, it'll show you the day you sent it, the day they opened it, it actually sends you an email when they open it. So, you know, okay, I sent it 10 minutes later, she opened it. Now it might be a good time for me to call her, mm -hmm. but I like to go back. And if I see that somebody has looked at a proposal more than like five times. Yeah. That that lets me know there is some interest there. Right. You know, so I I use that like, okay, well, you opened this thing 10 times. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to have a conversation. Are you seeing what you, you know, it, are we on the money or are we mm -hmm. far away? What's going on here? So what is your follow-up? Is your follow-up a phone call or is it an email? I usually, it, you know, it kind of, it depends. Like if it's somebody that there's been a lot of activity or 
they got the proposal, they're emailing me additional questions, mm -hmm. then I might go ahead and call that person. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, I saw you asked a couple of questions. I want to make sure, you know, we got it right or you have what you need. Um, and then sometimes it is an email, you know, hi, I'm, I'm following up with you, you know, uh, are you all looking to make a short list? Mm -hmm. um, are there any, just, you know, what's standing out about this for you? Yeah. What's stopping you yeah. from making a decision? Yeah. You know, sometimes just, you know, it just depends, but yeah. um, I, I do both. I do emails and I do phone same I do both um do you have an expiration date on your proposals yes yeah they yeah they do um as we we everybody's run into this where you sent something out you didn't hear anything mm -hmm. your co-worker got something else yeah and and then you know you have somebody has to be told no so. yeah yeah. I got in some hot water with a client because they were under the impression that I was holding space. And it clearly says that it I'm not holding space. <laughs> um, and they, I mean, after a couple weeks, we have to decide whether or not we're shortlisted or not, you know, just depending on the demand, especially if it's a high demand period. Um, you know, there are several people in the office selling the same space. So <laughs> and, I try to express that to them. Hey, this yeah. is, we've got four other people and that's not hyperbole. I mean, before it was like, you know, like a used car salesman. Well, I got seven people looking at this same car and they want the same color. <laughs> so you need to make a decision today, you know, um, or the QVC salesperson. It's like, you have to really. <laughs> <laughs> you only oh. have until you only have another 15 minutes and then it's gone. It's gone. There's no more easy pay. It's gone forever. <laughs> so, but no, but in this case, it was like true. It's like, okay, I've got four other people looking at this same space and I cannot continue to hold it. You know, I'm sorry. I just can't. We can look at other dates. And then um finally the space was gone and I had to call and say, it's gone. <laughs> and that was the last date, you know, available that actually really fit. And um, they were not happy with me. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't know what, I don't know what else to tell you, but we try to make those things work. Well, and I, and I think too, um, you know, whether you have the space or not, putting a call to action to your client Ah. It forces it forces them yeah. to make a decision. You know, you're yeah. like, hey, you know, I've had to tell people, I understand you don't have a decision, but I need to let you know we're gonna have to move on. Mm -hmm. You know, because no nobody thinks that there's other people, but especially when you work in a large office, yeah. I'm like, hey, there are seven other people in here, mm -hmm. and you know, if somebody gets something and you know it's coming in hot. It's bye-bye to you. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I, my I, goodness. And I, I think, um, you know, sometimes we are playing tennis where yeah. we're just putting stuff, you know, we're just following back and forth, waiting on, I, I always refer to it, we're waiting for somebody to jump. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we're waiting for somebody to jump 
and go ahead and, you know, get the contract. But, um, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Everybody has goals. Everybody has numbers. Yeah. You know, that's managing, managing your client. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not the best at that. I like to think that I'm, I get better with it and you have enough hot water situations. You definitely get better with it. But, um, you know, it, it is sometimes you do have to go call to action yeah. with your customers. Yeah. So I've got one last, I've got one last tip. Um, because there are those times when the proposal is out and you call your client, you email and it's crickets. You got nothing. You don't hear back from anybody. <laughs> you haven't gotten a response for weeks. So I have a great tip from LinkedIn um, from Mandy uh, Graziano. And she has a great list of items um, for you to use to connect with your client. And uh, an example of which <laughs> we're going to start with the queen bee. Um, one of them says, good morning, Beyonce. <laughs> Hello and good tidings to you. We haven't connected in a while. And I assume that you are on an adventure. Uh, you're in the process of taking over the world and making it all so the girls are running it. <laughs> so she's using <laughs> fun, you know, celebrity, um, um, like celebrity type things to engage with the customer um, using their, you know, what they would be doing. Are you on tour right now? Are you out with Blue Ivy having ice cream? Um, whatever your adventure um, that you're on, I'd love to know. Can you take a quick moment and let me know which of the adventures you've been on? Um, you know, it's creative and you can most times get a response. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, what have you used? Have you used anything that's kind of outside of the box to get somebody's attention? I mean, I, if I saw a an email that said, hey, good morning, Beyonce, <laughs> would get my attention. <laughs> yeah. And I would absolutely. certainly respond back. Hello. How are you? I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So I, I do. You know, I mean, I used to because we're in Houston, I would always do like a cowboy reference, like, you know, howdy, howdy, howdy or um just different things. And I, and I think you have to remember emails, people get just pages of emails. They do. You know, constantly. So when you see something with a catchy uh, subject line or like I have my emails on preview where I get like the first two or three lines so I can kind of figure out what people want pretty quick without going into the whole thing. And so you know whether um, or not you're going to open it, kind of like what the clients exactly. are doing, right? <laughs> exactly. Or like, oh, this, this is an afternoon activity. Right. Know, or this this is a power hour situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, let's go hard for an hour. That's a good point, having it on preview. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I put the emails on preview because I that that allows me to kind of categorize who I'm talking to and what I'm doing. But with that being said, if I see something with a fun subject line, um, 
you know, right now I'm I'm on the ding ding ding. This is, you know, the hotel looking. Yes, for I you. like that. I use that people, too. People are. I get so many responses. Yeah. Even even if it's a no, I'm yeah. just happy they responded. Mm-hmm. Um. So having something catchy that's your own. Mm-hmm. That's you know, that that's it. Yeah. You know that I think that's like just the route you have to go with it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. So that's that's sales, huh? That is sales. <laughs> it's, you know, it it it's like it's nothing new. No, but but it is. <laughs> it's nothing new, but it is right again. So you have to kind of adjust and uh, adapt to the situation. So now that people are, you know back doing their jobs and then also planning their meetings and, you know, whatever it is on their plate, we have to be mindful of that. And we have to bring some value and be mindful of what their day is looking like. Yeah. And not just, uh, not just calling without having have, have done, you know, doing the research and that because you don't want to be a time waster for somebody. Exactly. Don't yeah. be a time link for people. Yeah. Call, know what you're talking about. Yes. I mean, I had to have a difficult conversation with a customer yesterday, Ooh. but I was like, hey, before I get on this phone, yeah, because you know, this is not a happy talk. Mm-hmm. Let me have all my paperwork, all my numbers, so I can, you know, deliver the message and yeah. and we can get on to the solution quickly. That's sales too you know, being able to have a tough conversation, being able to articulate it with confidence, you know, being prepared and having all of the information. Yeah. That's the part that many people don't see. And, um, (laughs) that's one of the (laughs) hardest parts of the job, you know, having a tough conversation. However, on the flip side, clients, respect the honesty and the transparency. And sometimes it's in their favor. Sometimes it's not, but the fact that you're able to, again, come armed with information and hopefully with solutions. Right. That's a win for everybody. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you have to, and it's, like I always tell uh, other managers, no, nobody wants to have those conversations. Yeah. But the longer you put it off, the you know it, it's like it's just gonna fester. So, you can't, you can't put it off. You have to slap yeah. the scab. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta jump in front of it, and you, and, you know they don't want to hear it. You don't yeah. want to talk about it. But guess right. what? It's it's getting ready to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. Clients appreciate it. They mm-hmm. appreciate. Uh, I had a I had a lady. I mean, this week I will be completely transparent. She was just absolute hell for me. <laughs> a week from hell. Sometimes like, sales is a week from hell. I mean, that's the, that's that's the reality. Yes. Like, yeah, I had to use every piece of training in my entire career that I've had to get yeah. through this week, and it kind of all. Um, it kind of all culminated on Friday when I was explaining to, it was someone, they had done all their events were always online. Everything was done online. It's the first time they were doing an in-person event. 
And so I'm like reading through the contract and I'm explaining like literally line by line going through this thing. We get to cancellation. They're freaking out. All they see is these big numbers. And I'm like, no, you know, it's it's like this. And this is how, you know, if, if nobody shows up, this is what you're going to owe me. And I am going to charge your credit card. And just going, going through it line by line with them. And when we finished, uh, the gentleman said, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for doing such a good job of explaining this to me. Um, just the fact that you picked up the phone because the the email back and forth to me, once you send that third email, we need yeah. to talk about it. We, we need, need to, to yeah. we need, yeah, we need to talk about need it. To have a conversation. Exactly. And so they were very appreciative uh, about it. And you know, yeah. that that is selling or you know, Thursday I had the lady, I think this is a misunderstanding. And I'm like, yeah, this is a misunderstanding. Then I deleted it and I picked up my phone and I called her. <laughs> oh, boy. yeah. You can get into some trouble with the emails. <laughs> so, so I'm glad you took a breath. Yeah. This is a misunderstanding, sister. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Sometimes sales is you want to go there. <laughs> and people will take you there depending on the type of day you have had. So I'm not saying that is all sunshine and bunnies. <laughs> Sometimes it's glass and fire. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> The good news is that you delivered the message, you know, with transparency, with confidence and added some value and some expertise. And he is appreciative and we're able to move forward. That's it. You know that because these sometimes people will take you there, but you got to, you know, type the email that makes you feel happy and then mm-hmm. hit delete. Yeah, type it on your cell phone though. Yeah. Type it on your cell phone. <laughs> and then delete it. Don't type it on your work computer. <laughs> or you're in your director's office like, yeah, you're going to get this phone call. <laughs> yeah. You Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> Let me give you a heads up. <laughs> Cuz you are going to be getting this phone call. So anyway, that's the episode for this week. We hope that you learned something and uh, we look forward to hearing your comments. Any questions? Prospecting. Prospecting. Get out there. Thank you for listening to Don't Look Under the Bed. We appreciate your support of the show. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review. Thank you.